Buy cigarettes. <laughs> and cut all this until now. Welcome, everybody, to another episode of To Serve Man. Back from a long hiatus, your premier Twilight Zone podcast. Mm-hmm. Yeah. My name is uh, Corey Brown. Uh, I am here. <laughs> we are in my basement. We are. <laughs> and... It's not sad. It's actually pretty nice. It's yeah. it's a happy basement. It is. It really yeah. is. No yeah. one's hung themselves down here in years. <laughs> you yeah. can feel it. There's almost no ghost in there. It's <laughs> almost. great. But you also have to remember that all of America is an Indian burial ground. <laughs> <laughs> Never thought of it that way. <laughs> that would so. be a great sci-fi movie. <laughs> that sounds like a metal album. All the ghosts America are coming from everywhere. An Indian burial ground. <laughs> uh, so we are here with. Uh, so I'm Corey Brown. Uh, who 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 we got here? Cut. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Corey um, Brown. I am Dan Rice, your co-host. Uh, and with, are we all just co-hosts? I think at this we're point? all. Yeah, yeah. Haven't we graduated beyond friends to yeah, where we're yeah. all just co-hosts? We're, we were friends. <laughs> <laughs> no, we skipped it right over. All right. Hi, I'm Brandon relax, Smith. Relax. Everybody, <laughs> I got excited. I thought I had friends. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, I'm I'm Danny Danny Cowboy, aka Danny Boy Thirty Thirty at Danny Boy Thirty Thirty, aka the Joker, aka the Joker. <laughs> yeah, uh, man, none of those prostitutes would rub your lamp or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> what? No, that's the uh, Ben Ortiz joke. He's like, I've had sex with over forty prostitutes, and now one of them will give me a hug. <laughs> I believe it. Brilliant. Ah, <laughs> oh, man. So yeah, um, <clears throat> we are back from the dead. Almost. It's mm. been quite a. It's been quite a spell. I would almost call this a reboot. Yeah. I yeah. think we're rebooting the whole podcast. This is as it. of now with the exact same people. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, so if you're just listening for the first time, what we do is uh, we watch an episode of the Twilight Zone, the classic series, the Twilight Zone. Uh, we watch an episode all separately, and then we congregate together and we discuss the episode. We uh, we use the episode as a launching pad for that's uh, what it was. Uh, philosophical conversation, mm-hmm. general jackassery. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're all white male comedians so things get dicey and problematic and you'll probably hate this show <laughs> there's a chance we're setting the bar real high for you guys so. if you're listening chances are don't <laughs> no there's a chance you might hate us but there's a definite possibility that we hate you <laughs> i want to be clear so we're not like the most researched Twilight Zone podcast, okay? No. Not by any stretch of the imagination. We're not the most informed Twilight Zone podcast, okay? Mm-hmm. We're not the Twilight Zone podcast that, like, loves the Twilight Zone the most. <laughs> We're not the Twilight Zone podcast that smells the best. We're not... A lot of us didn't go to college. Mm-hmm. Uh, yep. A lot of us don't want to be here, but <laughs> <laughs> what we have is heart. We got gumption. <laughs> We've got gumption. We Speak are... for yourselves. Can you pass some of that gumption over here? <laughs> we are the most tang tootin gumption active. I might be having a stroke. Oh my god! <laughs> Get this man a piece of gum. <laughs> so how do you cure Deal. The stroke? Yes. <laughs> cure the stroke. Cure the stroke. You gotta get a. You gotta get a T-shirt that says that. Scoot one time had a rap that said, shit so hard, have a coma. (laughs) You had me laughing at Scoot had a rap. (laughs) 
have a coma. <laughs> oh, boy. Anyhow. <laughs> Anywho. So here we are. We are discussing season two, episode 26. The na- Shadow play. Shadow play. Mind fuck. <laughs> Come over here and fuck my mind. <laughs> You're listening to Two Serve Man. <laughs> I just I think that's a good tag for the podcast. We should use it from now on. Yeah, that's pretty good. <laughs> Come over here and fuck my mind. <laughs> <laughs> All right. That should be <laughs> Can we just na- change the name of the podcast to that? Yes. <laughs> Funny thing done. is, we do ha- we have that power. <laughs> we don't have a website. We can do whatever we want. That's true. We don't even technically have a podcast at this point. <laughs> we're, we're, I think we're still like piggyback. Are you even threaded. recording? <laughs> <laughs> Yes, I have been for 37 minutes. <laughs> oh. <What>? no. <laughs> no, no. Please no. tell me that's not true. No, no, no. Five five minutes. All right. I'm fine. All right. Yeah, I, I didn't say anything. Wrong. I was saying all the stuff about the meth and my cousin who's like deep shit. All right. No, don't worry. Cool. That's not going out there. Sweet. That's okay. staying in here for a fee. Sweet. <laughs> uh, um, so, so, yeah. So, season two, episode 26, Shadow Play. Um, Written by Charles Beaumont. End of research. That was You did much more than I did. Um, I was convinced that that was Charlton Heston at first playing the main character. It was. I actually did write him down. Uh, his name is Dennis Weaver, mm-hmm. and he was. Has anyone here seen Touch of Evil, uh, that Orson Welles movie? Uh, mm. No, but I've heard of it. It's a very. Uh, it's a very interesting movie to watch in 2019. Uh, Charlton Heston plays a Mexican detective <laughs> 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 whose wife Come gets on. kidnapped by other Mexicans. Is who are this on played ne- by real Mexicans? What platform is this? I on? think it's on Netflix right now. What's I watched the name it pretty of it? recently. Touch of Evil. Touch of Evil. I'm watching. Yeah, it's I'm an interesting watch. Uh, he plays the <laughs> seedy, weird front desk guy at a motel in that movie, who's mm-hmm. just really creepy and insane. And he also starred in, there was one other notable thing, uh, Duel, which is, I think, Steven Spielberg's first movie. It was a made-for-TV movie about a guy in a car who has to fight a truck. (laughs) (laughs) Why didn't we watch that? (laughs) You're throwing out gems. Ah, man, dude. Why don't we watch The Twilight Zone when we could just get together and talk about other things that we could watch? That is the end of my research, though. Ah. The rest is... uh, we can make up facts. Yeah, uh, yeah. I mean, who would know? Mm-hmm. The no. typewriter was invented in this episode. That is correct. That's true. A lot of people don't know that. Um, uh, should we start off by? Can we do like an overall rating on this episode? Uh, let's do. You want to start with a rating? I think we should okay. start with a rating. Uh, right. I don't know, just to get it out there, just like overall feelings. Uh, I'll say on a mm. one through five, five being the best that it could be. Um. I will give it. I'll give it a three. Mm-hmm. Give it I a liked three. it. It scared the hell out of me. Really? Yeah. Okay. It was a total mind fuck. I wasn't kidding around when I said that. I was like, "That's that would fucking." It freaks suck. your bean. Yeah, it, it really does. It freaked my bean. It Hard. Is that what you said? Yeah. <laughs> it, it flicked his bean. <laughs> I haven't heard that one in a while. Yeah. Get my, out your tech your deck. My you ever heard "freak your bean"? I've heard "freak." <laughs> I've heard "flick your bean." Bean in well, reference no, that's to different. a, a yeah. clitoris. No, no, this is like, whoa! Oh no, freak, freak your, your bean! No, I've you never know. heard that either. All right, huh? Is that when you like look through a kaleidoscope? Totally freaking my bean yeah, right I'm now, freaking man. My bean. All right. Well, now I know. So what do you? Uh, so Corey, you rate this a three? Yeah, I'm a three. Do you want to? Do you want to offer anything in way of explanation? Um, or? it wasn't bad, and okay. it wasn't good. It was a three. <laughs> I it was. It was an episode that I. Thought that there have been better episodes. Um, the second half is better than the first half. I don't know. Cool. cool. I did pick up some. There's always you weren't in, you weren't intrigued when he started like mouthing the words that the uh, judge was saying under his breath. Mm. I was like, whoa! How did he know that? I was like, yo, this is interesting right off the bat. I'm yeah, not. It's not that too. it wasn't interesting. Um, it just it just didn't. It just wasn't up there. I think a I think five, I know what you're saying, and I a kind of five agree. for Twilight Zone episodes is like, like there are very few fives. Give me a five. Time enough at last. There you go. There's a five. Which one's that one? Time enough it's at the last. One where there was time now. <laughs> That's the one where the guy breaks his glasses. Oh, at the end of Burgess the Meredith. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay. That's a five. Mick from Rocky. That's all time. Well done. <laughs> um, a three is middle of the road. Take it or leave it. 
a one it would be a one would be the episode with uh, the thing about machines. <laughs> that was that, a terrible episode. That, that was a great episode to podcast on, but that was a terrible episode of Twilight Zone. That's the thing. The worst episodes of the the show tend to make the best episodes of the podcast because they're batshit insane. That and another one that comes to mind in terms of ones is uh, the Confederate witch doctor episode. Oh man, I really <laughs> like that one. I was in a weird place in my life <laughs> when we saw that episode. I, I'll tell you what, I was in a weird place. I was getting in all kinds of arguments. <laughs> Anywho, no, no, okay. So interesting, interesting. But like, are so we? So, so Dan, what do you what do you rate this episode? Though? I would, I mean, probably like a four. Okay. Three, yeah, I know. Okay. Yeah, like when you were saying, like, no, it's it's five a is the ultimate whatever. Yeah. Hey, hey, this is the, we're not here to judge each other. Okay. <laughs> no, is that your view? Totally. <laughs> That's the whole point. Um, no, hold on. Wait. No, so I don't know if we're going to like. Try we're not here to overtly judge each other. <laughs> Are we going to start at the top and like kind of talk about what happened in the beginning? Because there's one part that I want to bring up specifically that was okay, hilarious. Let's, let's, let's just go. Uh, so you rated a four. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I am also. I'm going to give it like a four. Three point five. Huh. I think. You did yeah. a what? A three point five. A three point five. Because I, I, okay. I like the the weirder ones where you're like, "What the hell did I just watch? And like, that, why and was this, this made?" Did that for you? Yeah. Okay. It did. So okay. All right. <laughs> it's because it's like very. We talk about how like usually there's a morality to the episode, but mm. some are ambiguous. This one is the ex opposite other end of the spectrum where it's not ambiguous. It's Telling you reality is a nightmarish hellscape. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and yeah. Then it ends. Huh. <laughs> yeah, that's kind of like the, that's the way I write. I don't, I don't, I don't hide anything. Fuck arcs. <laughs> <laughs> Everything sucks. <laughs> the end. You're all gonna die when I die. <laughs> I'd have to say I'd give it a four as well. Um, I like it. The thing that I like about it is it's really simple. It gives you what it needs to give you to make the story go and, and tell the story. Doesn't give you a lot of extras. Basically, just everything's like boom, boom, boom. That's one right. of the reasons I like. Yeah, it. it's just a tight. It. It's a tight twenty-seven minutes. Yeah. It's a very tight. I mean, they did. Oh, you watched it on Hulu? No, I watched it on Netflix. What? Yeah, I think it's only twenty-five minutes. I hate to get, I hate to disagree with. Well, you. do you skip the intro or don't you? No, no, you don't. So then it's about twenty-seven. And minutes. plus, the intro was the beginning of the episode for this one, Corey. If you skip, if you watch the Twilight Zone, you skip the intro. Fucking kill yourself. Good point. Because you don't know how to enjoy life. <laughs> this is what. <laughs> this is what the. Dan, this is what we're talking about, people. Heart. This is what See, we're talking this, we about. We have the heart, <laughs> and you do not. <laughs> Mickey Rooney, maybe. Mixy Rooney, she's in my house. <laughs> um, so who wants to give? Oh, Brandon, you said four, and you went uh, all right. So four. So I guess. Yeah, I, mean, I was thinking three and a half originally, but after listening to everybody and thinking about it again, I'm thinking more of a four. Okay. Fair enough. Yeah, the acting was pretty good. It wasn't like... The performances yeah, were good. Yeah. I agree. Yeah, that guy was good, whatever his face was. Everybody did fine. Everyone did a nice job. They were all there. On the off chance that someone is listening to this uh, and has not watched the episode, I don't know why you'd want to do that to yourself, but um, <laughs> should we kind of recap? Yes, please <laughs> yeah, do. Yeah, yeah, that's, yeah. All right, so uh, it opens on a murder trial. Uh, a man is found guilty and sentenced to death. Uh, he's sentenced to die that very same day, which is weird. And now how does it, he starts mouthing the judge's The verdict? judge is saying all this stuff to him that you couldn't guess. So it wasn't like it wasn't like a canned judge talk, you know, like at the end. Mm -hmm. They're like, right. oh God, have mercy on your soul. But he was like, and just remember when you did what you did. And he's just like, remember when I did what I did. And I was like, oh, my God, he know what does he know? <laughs> what does he know? And then I was interested. And then I was like, oh, fuck fuck, we're living in this asshole's dream, and then I got all anxious. Yeah, so he, he goes nuts and, like, runs right at the judge, like, you can't kill me again! Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he's telling everybody that this is just his dream, and if they kill them, they'll stop existing. First of all, like, if he's reliving this over and over again, why does he always run straight to the judge? It should be, out like, the a... the door. It, yeah, it should be a Groundhog Day thing where he's figured out the best way to escape. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, maybe if I play this piano... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Hello, my baby. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Come on, Judge. Listen, Judge, I know I murdered that entire family. I learned one no to nightmare. <laughs> <laughs> that 
no, that uh, yeah, it's a Groundhog Day situation. Yeah, but, this guy but he too, doesn't have he any Groundhog stupid. Day wherewithal. Oh, isn't that the worst? <laughs> he doesn't use it to his advantage at all. No, no, no. Have sex with that girl, or try to get that girl to fall in love with him, or eat the donuts. <laughs> Ned? Ned Ryerson. <laughs> it's me. Um. So Here's yeah, what, so right off. They jump, they jump into it pretty quickly. Yeah, that's the basic premise, and you kind of accept it. And then, to me, it gets super weird because then it cuts to characters not in the same room as him. Correct. Yeah, <laughs> so, that was confusing. Like, his, if it's true, if it is his dream, like, everyone in his dream has sentience, has a <laughs> life. There are people in his dream he's never seen or met. Horrifying. <laughs> like, what the fuck? Right. Well, but this guy's God. But that's what he says, though. He goes, he goes, because uh, he's like, I dreamed you. He's like, you don't actually exist. And it was just like. But they do in a, in a weird way. No, they, they, they were doing the They things. have autonomy. He was putting them. Right, because they were them. talking about the situation when he wasn't present. Right. So it's a very, like... And they're discussing whether or not what he says is true with no prompt. They're just kind of like... Yeah, they have autonomy inside his dream. Meanwhile, he's in this... Yeah, it's... I thought he was the puppet master. Everything that was happening was him trying to, like, lucid dreaming when you're trying to let yourself know that you're dreaming. Like, so technically... Okay, that's not how I watched it. That's not how I watched it. So I guess it's it's in like <laughs> you look like a velociraptor <laughs> looking through a no, door it's a good right interpretation. now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's about the way. I guess it is about the way that you watch it. That's fair. Um, I didn't see, I didn't see it that way. <laughs> <laughs> Great work, Corey Brown. <laughs> Sorry. Um, well, no, like, that doesn't really hold up either because of what happens later, which. With the roast? Yeah, thank you. Yes. Okay, that is <laughs> yeah. my wait, wait, number wait, wait, one problem. I have a t- I have a timestamp for that one. Okay. Yeah, okay. I do have a timestamp. Are that we one. jumping too far ahead? I, no. That's why I wanted to bring it up because I think I think we're probably jumping a little bit too far. No, ahead. that's why right. I wanted to do like overall, and then we'll do the plot, and then you know. <laughs> just then we'll do the and roast. Then we'll uh, yeah. uh, do the roast. Yeah, then we'll do the you roast. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> Long-time listeners know what we're talking about. Hey. We Jeff. do uh, drugs halfway through the show. Yeah. <laughs> um, so. For, for our new listeners. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, yes. It got. They jump into it. You have to. As a as a viewer. As as it typically happens when watching this Twilight Zone. You have to accept a lot very quickly. To. To. To get into like the reality of the show, you know what I mean? Like you just have to be like, okay, I guess this is happening. You just have to, and you and you get. The yeah, cold it's like water. twenty-five minutes, and they have to introduce whatever concept they're doing. So in, like two. Yeah, right, yeah. right, and we've and we've long discussed that that they don't have a lot of time to develop. You know, so you're either with them or you're not, and I think that um, this one just doesn't play well short for me. What? The hell does that mean? <laughs> <laughs> that if this was like if this was like an hour long episode, it might oh play it, better. But you said it doesn't play well short. And interestingly, <laughs> they do have hour long Twilight Zones, and they almost all suck. Mm. All right, <laughs> almost none enough. of them should be. No, no, no. It's a, the, this probably would make a better hour long one, but mm. instead for the hour long mm. ones, they went with like that dumb time travel episode where the guy keeps trying to fix history's atrocities and failing because he's just some guy. <laughs> Oops. <laughs> he just does it over and over again. I've got to disagree. I feel like if this was longer, I might have lost my mind. Huh. <laughs> <laughs> this was like... Yeah, it was pretty intense. I was like, no. I, when, and then when he's talking to the guy and he's like, I tell you, I'm going to kill it. And, I, you feel, and you slide the electrodes over the top of your... And I was like... That this the is, description is, of the they, they so put, he's sentenced to die by electrocution. He's gonna get chaired. <laughs> <laughs> and um, what's the name of what's the name of the cellmate? The guy that's in the cell with him? I don't remember the name, but I remember he said that he pulled him from a bad movie he saw once. Grint, which was interesting. Was his name Grint? Grant was the <laughs> Grant. Grant was the main character. Adam Grant oh. is the main character. Henry Ritchie was his uh, his uh, Adam Ant was barista. the musician from the eighties. <laughs> uh, right King? No. William Jiggs. Oh, Jigs. okay. All right. Oh, sweet Jiggs. Oh boy. So he's describing what the execution is going to be like to the Jiggs. To, to Jiggs, the guy who. He says is a manifestation of his dreams. 
Who, who, so all of the characters he has vague <laughs> memories of? From seeing them in his life. From seeing life. them in his yeah. life. Like the priest that gives him his last rites. That was creepy. That was super creepy, and it made me think, who would I cast <laughs> in my dream murder trial? As <laughs> <laughs> the priest. Oh, all of your or friends. Or have I? I'm not a very, I don't remember my dreams. Like that, why, yeah, so. why didn't he just cast his friends as the jury so they'd let him <laughs> off? Well, it's interesting because there was also only one woman in the whole thing. The wife. So you're saying. And he never sees her. And he, this is insane. No, he, he <laughs> made her. So technically, he's seen. Like, he's the god of that world. Ugh. Okay. As, as evidenced by the roast. No, no, no. <laughs> the, the roast. Well, that was, a, that was an example that he could change the meats. Why Why was it his next example? I can make this not a prison now, but a water slide instead. We, I'm a penguin. <laughs> you know? <laughs> this just reminds me of the time. Why did if he he's think? omnipotent, why does he change only no, I know. what's in no, an here oven? It is. Here it is. Here and it is. also, those steaks are going to burn. Yo, those yeah, are... I was thinking the same thing four minutes, and then he goes to jail. What the fuck? Yeah, what has she been doing that whole time? He's gone at least half an hour. Those steaks are under <laughs> the broiler that Those long? steaks look good. They did they look good. T-bones you do a little the under a broiler like that? Ooh. Nah, I do a little butter on that. A little butter and a little butter on that. A little hot butter on it. It made me a little hungry. Yeah. Hey, you guys, should want, you guys want to just do a steak podcast? <laughs> we should just talk about steaks. Yeah. Buttered steaks. <laughs> Welcome to Buttered Steaks. <laughs> Cody Brown and Dan Galloway. We're going to butter some steaks. <laughs> We're going to chew on the microphone and tell you how it tastes. Our guest today is twins. <laughs> Our guest today is a bottle of wine. One bottle of wine. And steaks. <laughs> Baby wants a Zima. Oh, man, that's funny. <laughs> Baby wants a Zima. <laughs> <laughs> you got sound effects? Uh, Scoot got this for me just in case. He's like, you can you can do this anytime that Craig says something racist. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's got to get old really fast. Oh, it's going to get old, yeah. <laughs> um, so, uh, yeah, I, I, I mean... Like I said, it, nice we, looking steaks. We all agree. We all agree the steaks were fine. But he's just like, it's a roast. It's he's, a roast. Okay, the people in the dreams have dreams. Should what we, the fuck? Should we? It's complex. Wh- it's a rabbit hole. <laughs> so yeah. I, I have actually. Um, he explains the dream that he's having. I do. It's it's a clip of him explaining. Okay, the you dream. got a So stamp. for the listeners, I do have a timestamp, so the listeners can kind of just get an cool, idea. Cool. Yeah. Of. Uh, Wow, it's in the headphones. Oh, yeah. Maybe you're right. Where are we going? To the roast scene? Uh, We're going to get there. You get great Wi Fi down here. Yeah. Oh, I got that. uh, I bought that shit. It always comes to this. Always you. Grant. So he's going to explain his dream. Sticking to this dream story of yours. That's right. It can't possibly do you any good now. You that realize like Ted that. Bundy. I should. After all this time, every night I explain. Every night it's the same. All right. See? Explain again. He plays a good psycho. Simple. Yeah. When I, I think die, it's his teeth. Die. There's and something about his teeth that makes him look crazy. Because this world does not exist. It's a dream of mine. It's a nightmare. Can't you understand mm. that? No, Grant, I can't understand it. Not because it's a new idea. I can't understand it or accept it because it doesn't make any kind of logical sense. But it does. It's the only thing that <laughs> does make logical sense. Teeth. You think you, for instance. Do you think you'd be visiting a man that was just about to be executed in real life? Of course not. They wouldn't allow you in here or you take me. You don't know any more about me now than you did when this thing started. I'm a stranger. There are a hundred vagrants in every town without names, without history. Stop that! <laughs> <laughs> All right, fair enough. Um... <laughs> He didn't explain the dream. Uh, really, I thought he did a better job of explaining it. He explained the concept yeah. of it. He's okay. So that's another, another, another weird thing. He's telling them all not to kill him because if they kill him, he'll wake up and they'll die. But he's gonna wake up and they'll all die anyway, right? Uh, Aren't they just doomed no matter what? It seems like it. 
But he does say that he'll dream them again if he has a normal dream. So maybe he's just trying to break this cycle so How he can does have, like, he have peaceful that dreams. I, yeah, I yeah, he's like, oh, and, and and I promise I'll keep dreaming you up every night. Like that yeah. part, it's it's baby. Yeah, I'll he's dream so you full of shit. Yeah. Baby, I I'll promise dream you I'll dream, dream you up. Is there an interpretation of this episode where he is just a murderer? <laughs> <laughs> Probably. Wow. Oh. Ooh. Wow. Well, no, because the clocks disappear after he dies. All right. Here's what it is. Here's the story, gents. He's dead, and he's in hell, and he has to keep reliving his his electrocution because he murdered murder. He's a murderer. He's in hell. He's in hell. That's what it is. (laughs) How you like that? How you like that, B. B Smith? It's pretty controversial. I don't know. Is your mind blown? (laughs) Totally. Is your bean freaked, man? I think it makes sense, though. He's in hell. Dude, stop freaking my bean, man. Okay, so here's how he proves to the district attorney who goes to visit him because he has a weird feeling he might be right that this is all a dream, but he doesn't want to admit it. Well, I guess maybe if he is right, I'll just go down and humor this idea. The the district attorney's friend is convinced that he's right for some reason. He's just getting shit-faced like, ah, we're all doomed, and he convinces the district attorney to go visit the guy who's about to be condemned. When he leaves, his wife is flipping some steaks in the broiler. It says, these will be ready in five minutes. And then he leaves, leaves the steaks under the broiler, irresponsible, unsafe, incredibly dangerous. Even though it was the 50s or the 60s, I'm <laughs> yeah, sorry. I believe it was 1961. Right. Anyway, he leaves. He's gone for like an hour. And when he talks to uh, the condemned man, he says, listen, I'll prove that this is my dream. You know those steaks you got under the broiler? <laughs> Open the oven. It's going to be something else now. Wait, wait, wait. Wait, wait, wait. Here's what we have to do. We have to see at what time does she flip the steaks, and then at what time. Because if, if we're saying this is real time, you know, because you're saying a couple mm-hmm. hours if you had to. It guess. has to be because he has to leave, go to the prison, what get if he into right. the prison. It requires a car ride, so it's got, he's gone at least what if his house minutes. is right. right next door to the prison? So then he walks next door. He's still got to go downstairs and have this conversation. It's got to be more than five minutes. Anyway, I want to see real time how long the stakes. Because doesn't he look at the clock a few times? Well, it could really only be a couple of minutes because the episode's only. It's irresponsible steak cooking at the very least. You <laughs> cannot get around least. that. I'm, I'm, my mouth is watering thinking about those steaks. Anyway. I just keep looking at those peanut butter pretzels. <laughs> so to prove that this is a dream, he says, go check those steaks. There's going to be something else now. The guy rushes home, to, probably because he just remembered, oh, yeah, the steaks. Oh, the steaks. <laughs> oh, that's I right. Hope. <laughs> my wife. My I, wife. Lo- I locked her in that room before yeah. I left. There's no way she could have turned off the oven. But that's just typical, right? The woman, the woman lost her appetite and went to bed. <laughs> like saying, a good woman should. I've lost my. There you go. There right, you go, look. Smith. <laughs> um, so he rushes home, even though he, the whole time he's saying uh, that he doesn't want to. Or that he doesn't believe this theory. He starts buying it more and more. Go check the fucking oven. So here comes this guy. He comes running into his house. Big reveal. Here we go. Nothing's on fire. Are we going to play it? Well. It's a roast. It's a giant steak. That's a roast. Easily. That line could have ruined this episode for me. <laughs> I just want you to know that it didn't. It went the other way. Looking for you. Go home. Look in the oven. It'll be something else. This is one of my favorite television moments of all time. <laughs> well. What's wrong, Hank? Hey? <laughs> That's a roast. <laughs> what about it? I'm just picturing him getting... Hank, what about it? The guy who's playing Hank. I'm picturing him doing that scene, the first run, and Rod Serling smoking a cigarette, and he goes to grab the, 
the turkey tray or the roast tray with no towel. Yuck. And he gets dinged in the head with a fucking crystal ashtray. And Sterling goes, and Sterling goes, what are you doing? That's a hot oven. You get, you better grab a towel. What kind of, what kind of operation do you think we're running here? Him dinging a crystal ashtray off of someone's head every single episode is something that. That's how I like to picture. Rod Sterling is really intense in this episode when they 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 pan over to him and he's in the uh, testimony whatever. Who wrote this one? I was going to say testimony box. Some guy's named uh, Charles Beaumont. Put her in the testimony box. I want to hear her testimony. (laughs) On the stand, yeah. He's on the stand. There we go. He's just like gripping the the railing, and he's he's super intense. I don't know. The years of watching Judge Judy have done you well. (laughs) I like Joe Clark. You do? I do. He's fine. I hate Judge stuff. (laughs) <laughs> I hate the fucking cops, man. Oh, there well, we go. What's wrong with no you? No way to avoid hate it. The fucking cops. Yeah, bring it down. I got that flag with the thin blue line on my car, buddy. So <laughs> you know how I feel. I'm a gun-toting maniac. Get out of my way. <laughs> Don't I got a blue on one because they were all out of red ones. <laughs> Ooh. Ah. Uh. I got a laser pointer on the top of this gun, and it's pointed right at your kids. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, welcome back. <laughs> did we do drugs? I feel like we have. We did. We don't have to do them later. I mean, I'm going to do them later again anyway, but we don't have to do- interrupt the podcast. We could just keep doing this. <laughs> oh. So, yeah, that's the episode. Basically, um, the guy is now convinced that he's in a dream because the steaks was a roast now. <laughs> but also, also, he gets electrocuted. Yeah, he, they, they try to call stop the execution. They don't call in time. The guy dies. Um, several objects in the room start vanishing, I guess, because... That's also what I liked about it, though, right? Because, like, the tension of, are they going to stop it this time? You know, so it goes all the way up, and it was like, ooh, is this the time where they stop it? No, it's not Mm-mm. the time when they stop it. No, it's... It just so, keeps you So going. that just means, like... It's that never-ending. So that guy thinks maybe one fucking time those assholes will get there, but no. It's just very unceremonial. Like if this was a David Lynch movie, the the shot of everything disappearing would be like forty minutes long and <laughs> and terrify you. But yes. it's just a couple clocks vanish. It's and then they move on. It's strange. this is Twilight Zone edging for me. <laughs> <laughs> <That's> <laughs> what this is. Wait, wait, wait. Us talking about it, or are you playing with yourself? No, no, no. This episode is, oh, is edging. Oh, it's right on the cusp. And also, yeah. he's playing with him. He was playing with himself. No, I got two hands on the balls. Yikes. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, the thing I did, I, I do have to say that the, the, the camera work, or, or just like the directing in the episode, I really did enjoy. Yeah. I thought when he was describing the execution and then it cuts to the fucking steaks coming out of the oven, that was a fucking beautiful Twilight Zone oh, yeah, shot. I, didn't, I, I didn't did actually know, I didn't think uh, to look up the director to see if he had done anything else notable, and I forgot. John Brom. B-R-A. John Brom. Oh, John Brom. The drummer. He was uh. born in 1893. <laughs> and he loved Yikes. wax. And he, he, and he lived to 1982. He died. He was 89. He Wait, he, he, he died, died in what year? In 82? 82 at the ripe old age of... 89. Oh, by the way, the star of this episode, Dennis Weaver, was a, uh, a solid working actor until his death in 2006. Wow. Yes. So, like, he's st- he was on, like, CSI and shit. Yes. Yeah, I thought he looked familiar. He's right? been in tons of shit. Yeah. The director stopped. of this episode nice. is a TV. He's a hack. Just only TV. Ah. Yeah. All right. But you enjoyed his style. A lot of, most Twilight Zones are also directed by people who directed, like, an episode of Mr. Ed, an episode of, like, The Man mm-hmm. from Uncle. Like, yeah, there's, yeah, there's yeah. like, yeah, a handful of shows. Uncle was on Gunsmoke. There. Yes. <laughs> All yeah. these, like, really, really crappy shows. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I I've mean, never, I've never actually seen Man from Oh. <laughs> Sorry. I was uh, treading on Brandon's Mr. Ed, now, come on. <laughs> okay, I thought you meant Man from Uncle. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Ed, that was the shit. <laughs> Anything involving talking Whoa. horses really gets Brandon going. Oh, yeah. Mm. Makes Especially his favorite band. Brandon <laughs> is talking actually a talking horse in a hoodie. <laughs> we haven't told anybody that. We felt it was a good episode to reveal that. As good an episode yeah. as, as any. I don't know why we've been sitting on it this I'm whole time. I'm coming out of the stable. <laughs> <laughs> 
I thought we agreed we weren't going to get cute with it. We were just going to, like, you're a real, you're a grounded, sentient horse. You know, you're a DJ. You have a job. <laughs> you're, you're just you like everyone else. I'm an aspiring horse racer. <laughs> whoa! Racing whoa, horse, whoa. I mean. Jesus. Whoa. Why is that? Uh, I want to run. Why is that horse wearing glasses? Uh, he thinks it makes his nose look smaller. <laughs> <laughs> I'm getting my driver's license today. <laughs> honk, honk, get out of my way. <laughs> Look at him. He's a normal DJing horse who drives a school bus during the day. Ah, uh, we had to put Brandon down. He was biting at some of the dancers. <laughs> he broke his leg walking to work. Who ate my entire bushel of apples? <laughs> Oh, no. A whole bushel. <laughs> Brandon, the Course DJ on. horse, put a glory <laughs> hole in there. No, not those apples. <laughs> Brandon, the DJ horse, goes through a glory hole. <laughs> I'm just a dick fucking horse dick going through a glory hole. Hey, you know where I can get some molly? Well, I know a horse who knows a guy. <laughs> <I> know. <laughs> Is that him over there, the horse wearing sunglasses? Yeah, that's him. <laughs> <laughs> the most conspicuous horse you've ever seen in your life. I do know a horse. Is it that one over there? <laughs> Wearing sunglasses, flipping a coin with his hoof. Somehow we got Episode title, the most conspicuous horse you've ever seen in your oh, life. Oh, god damn it, that's good. <laughs> Brandon. Oh, Brandon the horse. Brandon the DJing horse. The DJing oh. horse. I think this episode of The Twilight Zone presents the most disturbing cosmology of any episode. The universe it presents is horrifying mm. and bleak. Nah. Yeah. <laughs> it just starts up again, too, right? Like, after everything disappears, yeah, then it's, it's just uh, new then, trial, then new judge, Jiggs, same words. Jiggs yep. is a judge. That's right. And he runs up, and he does it all over again, and that's when Serling comes out, and he's like... I told you. <laughs> you see this shit? He's oh, in, I'm he's pretty sure I told you. It's, he's in hell. It's funny, too, because it seems as the, the universe is being created as he realizes where he is. Like, he wakes up, and it's just him, and then the lawyer, and then it's the jury, and then the judge. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. Like, it all yeah, comes yeah. into existence. It's pretty, I want, pretty Rod's, trippy, man. Uh, outro to this episode is super creepy. I, I wanted to look it up. Uh, sorry, keep talking. No, no, no. Um... <laughs> Just in, it, it means it's a creepy goddamn episode. Yeah, yeah. it is creepy. Now, it's do you guys think like the level of horrified that he is is justified? That because he, he knows it's just a dream, he is gonna wake That's up and scream. A millionth problem with this episode, right? Like it's like, <laughs> what dude, is, like you, what's you've it done it a million times. Stakes? Unless it really hurts, like you're getting killed every time. I mean, that does he? Stuff. It's like he thinks these people are real or something, or because he I does seem yeah, concerned. It's the same dream. Maybe I don't it's just think. Boring. No, I don't think he can wake up. That's what I'm. Yeah, I think he's, I think he's you think hell. he's like in hell or in a he's coma. In, he's or something. in. Yeah, he's oh, okay, in so he's just, wake up. He no, no, thinks it's a dream, wait, but, but it's hell. He thinks he wakes up. He says he wakes up screaming every morning. Right, because then that's what kills them. So how does he? Oh yeah, it's, it's all whole, it falls apart there. I mean, well, you could say that like he only thinks he wakes up, but he just keeps streaming. Well, but uh, like no, because yeah, I was gonna say maybe he wakes up in the dream, but like maybe there's a beginning part to that dream, and there's you know like. That's like the part where he's murdering? Yeah, like the like all that stuff that's happening. Why before. can he change two steaks into a roast but nothing else? Right. Why does he have no other powers? And you know what? He never but does claim innocence. That's the <laughs> fucking other million thing. <laughs> Why is he dreaming of being put on on, on trial for murder well, every single night? That's why he says it's a nightmare. The dream is the one that you get away. <laughs> Why can't I just have sex? Uh, <laughs> without killing people. Well, like maybe this guy <laughs> is a murderer. He's, he got away with it, but he's super guilty. And every night... I did get the feeling that actually that he... Like, not necessarily that it was hell <laughs> yeah, or Do we like think that, he, he killed did someone? I think that he did something bad, and that was his... his. You know what I, you know what I was just thinking? Um, I think it would be funny? Is he doesn't go to the prison, right? But he actually... He goes to check the stakes, and it's a roast, <laughs> and he's like... Honey, <laughs> you're never going to believe that, see, what happened okay, to the stakes. You just fixed this episode of The Twilight Zone. He wakes up, goes to check his stakes, and it's a roast. No! I'm a dream! I like, et cetera. I would change it to, he goes, watch, I'll bet you that if you went home that it would be different. He's like, here, get in this cell and I'll go check your oven. And they go, okay. <laughs> and then he takes his car keys and he goes home and he fucks his wife and then kills her too. <laughs> no! Why'd she gotta get killed? Because she 
Because you burn the stakes. You keep Brandon's gone to money. <laughs> uh, he, no, she just, no, here's, here's another way to solve that episode. The wife comes out and goes, yes, while you were gone, I threw a roast in and I ate the steaks. <laughs> That'd be fair. Although, I don't know. That roast looks pretty succulent. Like, it's been in there for a while. Succulent roast. Yeah. I'm sorry, honey. Look at that thing. It's on the screen right now. Look we ate the... Mm. <laughs> I ate all the steaks, <laughs> and I made you a roast instead. <laughs> you were gone for so long that I ate all the steaks and made you a roast instead. What were you doing with that man? No, you couldn't have possibly made a roast in that time that I was gone. Maybe you did, though. Did you have an old roast you threw in the <laughs> oven when I went to go visit the prisoner on death row? Take so out the death row yeah, he didn't even ask her. So here, here's the, here's the uh, outro trash. to the episode. you mind if I read this? Please do. Please. We know that a dream can be real. Mm. <laughs> yeah. Okay. But whoever thought that reality could be a dream? Mm. We oh. exist, of course. But how? In what way? As we believe? As flesh and blood human beings? Or are we simply part of someone's feverish, complicated nightmare? Oh. Think about it. And then ask yourself, do you live here in this country, in this world, or do you live instead in the Twilight Zone? Um, that's the whole point of the episode. Maybe we're in hell. <laughs> mm. Well, like, that's uh, the argument that um, the entire universe, you know, at the end of Men in Black, we're all just, the universe is in a marble. And there's some gigantic monster that's bigger is bigger than the universe. Right. Again, you yeah. just fix this episode of the Twilight Zone. There you it's go. A perfect Twilight Zone. <laughs> As ending. above, so below. Ma- what, it's, fra- it's like a fractal universe. <laughs> fractal universe. Fractal. I prefer in Men in Black 2 where they open the door and they're just a locker in a locker room in space. I'm lying. I don't prefer that. That was very stupid. <laughs> yeah, I don't think I've seen. <laughs> I like the, the alien who smokes. <laughs> to- Tony Shalhoub? The dog that talks. <laughs> Tony Shalhoub's in that movie, isn't he? Yes, oh, he yes, is. he is. In a big way, honey. <laughs> <laughs> Corey Brown's personal hero, Tony Shalhoub. <sighs> That's, I, get a pic- I could get a picture of Tony down you here. You should, looking down on <laughs> you. <laughs> you really should. Yeah. I should. You should get Tony Shalhoub down here. <laughs> I bet he would come down. He's probably not doing much. No. Monk got he, canceled. I think he just, yeah, Monk's I think over. He just won a... He was doing Broadway. He won a Tony. Yeah. He won a Tony. Get the fuck out of here, dude. Come on. Come on, dude. What was he in? I don't know. My mom saw it, though. Oh, she did. Ma! Ma! <laughs> <laughs> what? He, he, was what? The, he was the lead in Hamilton. Oh, that's what it was. <laughs> He's so great at breakdancing. <laughs> um, I would pay good money to see Tony Shalhoub in Hamilton. I would pay good money to see Tony Shalhoub uh, dubbed into all of Steve Buscemi's parts and Steve Buscemi dubbed into all of Tony Shalhoub's parts. That's interesting. Interesting. So, Tony. Tony, or uh, the taxi driver, Steve Buscemi as Jeeves in Men in Black. Correct. I forgot his name is Jeeves. It's such a tiny role. I can't see Tony Shalhoub as um, fuck the killer from Fargo. Tony Shalhoub? No, no, he lacks it. He lacks that Buscemi intensity. I've never seen Tony Shalhoub get intense. Oh, give me a for instance, brother! You've never seen Monk. <laughs> I thought he's like an autistic. And neither kid. have I. Yeah. <laughs> What's he doing, Monk? What happens in Monk? No, he Monk's not a good example. Wings. He gets no, mad. He gets, gets more crazy. mad. Oh yeah, he wings. is a madman in Wings. <laughs> that was back when they let. He's the he's the wacky have... foreigner. Yeah, they really trump up his foreignness yeah. in Wings. And how easy, how easily he could just. Get into a plane. <laughs> Anytime. <laughs> Different day. There's no lists. You know. no, I'll tell you, like... in the Marvelous Miss Maisel, he is an animal. An animal. Animal. What's he? What? He plays a Jewish mathematician. Oh. Mm. He's oh, the one. That's oh. why they can't. Out of his mind. Out of his mind. Yeah. That's why they Crushed canceled it, his concert. Right. The mean. <laughs> um, yeah. Here's the thing. The steaks look good, baby. <laughs> <laughs> Those were perfectly good steaks. I just don't see the Therefore, reason. this episode holds up. It looked like they really made them. It didn't. They were they, sizzling. Did That's look, true. They were not prop look, steaks. They, they were sizzling. Yeah. And that doesn't look like a prop roast either. I mean, it could Crab have services been. was fun that day. I, I can only imagine. And that woman, the woman loses her appetite because that fucking drunk loser comes over and starts drinking all the good gin. She's like, I've lost my appetite. He was he was pretty smashed up. He was and pretty he, drunk. He was I just sick. thought of Rod Serling eating a steak while smoking a cigarette. I just like the <laughs> I, I just like the idea of him changing the episode midway because he ate it's the steak. 
Well, what happened to the steaks? It's going to be a roast. You, oh, you, you, mean, these, you mean these steaks? <laughs> oh, I'm sorry, Scout. You're so afraid that the steaks are a roast. <laughs> there you go. Um, all right. So we're going to take a quick five, uh, and then we'll come back and we'll talk about how lofty it is. <laughs> all right. All right. And anyway. And we're back. So we're back. Um, overall, I don't know. Oh, we kind of we kind of destroyed this episode after giving it a four. <laughs> I gave yeah. it a three. Just remember, I, I gave it a three. Three point five. Um, I stand by my rating. All right, guys, uh, we can't end the podcast. You got to okay. understand, this is a dream I'm having, <laughs> and if we end the show, you will all cease to exist. Oh, that's hurry fine. up, let's end this. <laughs> yeah, that's, yeah, that's fine. Oh, that, that's that fine. makes it way easier. <laughs> I only dream of people whose existence is pain. <laughs> so the overall uh, moral of the episode. Well, I kind of I wanted to say one thing that was that I caught and it was kind of weird. Mm-hmm. So he does create these people, but then once he creates them, they have their free will. So then he has to convince them to use that free will to save his ass. Is that like kind of a the moral gone? is except maybe... for steak like he could. <laughs> Maybe we're not alive, but merely the manifestations of a paranoid and fearful god. <laughs> I'm it's fine all mind that. control. <laughs> yeah, that does check out. That's uh, pretty much it. <laughs> all right. Yeah, I don't mind that. <laughs> um. So wait, if we kill you, Trump will be president anymore. I won't have a mortgage. <laughs> <laughs> but which one of us is it? Mm. That's well, probably this is your house. Mm. My money's on Brandon Smith. I don't yeah. know why. I am, does a ho- look- I am a horse. <laughs> he does look like a <laughs> That dreamer. doesn't make any sense. Come to I mean. think of it, yeah. We, we never really questioned the fact that we know a talking horse. <laughs> we tried questioning it that one time. Who's a DJ? <laughs> it was so hard getting him in the basement. <laughs> oh, man. Well, getting him in isn't hard, but for it's some getting reason, getting him up. Up yeah. the stairs. Just oh, Rob going up yeah. the stairs. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to have to back up. <laughs> We're going to have to saw him in half and take him out in sections. Have to build a ramp. Build a ramp, huh? Mm. Nah, it's just easier to feed him down here in my basement. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's, he's, it's pretty spacious down here. You can run and play. That's nice. <laughs> Roll him a- down some severed heads. He's got to <laughs> eat again. I see you've got the spinal column. What I'm saying is, guys, you have to buy synthetic glue, okay? Synthetic glue <laughs> is where it's at. You guys <laughs> don't need that horse glue, all right? Don't listen to the lamestream media. Um, let's see. No, I didn't. I, I didn't. I really. want to throw this out there. Um, dreaming that you you are on trial, uh, either for a murder or some other kind of crime, that seems to be a very common thing in literature. You know, like there, there's that Kafka book. Uh, has anyone ever here done that? I don't think I've ever dreamed that I that was you've been on, on trial. trial. Yeah, no. but have you ever dreamed that you've done something wrong and you were? Kind of on okay. trial. Oh, yeah. Yes. Yeah. Okay. I, I guess I get because I've never been to court in my life. So really? Maybe that, yeah. Really? Yeah. That white privilege. Try and keep that one going. <laughs> Good for you. Not even. Well, not even no, for jury no. duty. Um. <laughs> I'm uh, not going to comment on that. Actually. Uh, <laughs> guess Are iTunes you? is out. Because I haven't been getting some of my mail. Get it? Oh. <laughs> Are you on the lamb? Look, I'm the way for jury duty. There's a few things that you have to know when you come into the basement that we don't talk about. Nothing about Dan Rice. <laughs> we don't know anything about. Are Dan you subverting Rice. your civic duty, sir? Oh man, is that what jury duty is? I'm just know. tickled pink. You all still think my name is Dan Rice? <laughs> it's adorable. Rice is a food. <laughs> it's Joe Pizza. Ooh, oh, that's good. I'll have that. So anyway, Brandon's a horse. <laughs> That's the main takeaway. I just we want you guys to know. Okay, that. so uh, yeah, I have had dreams where I've done something or been accused of doing something just by like people in my life. And, and you've stuff. been trying to prove yourself innocent, or you've been trying. I think I like went on the run yeah. a few times. He doesn't do any. I of don't that. know if I actually did the thing that I was accused of. Right. Does anyone else have a similar dream? Yes. What, what, I have what, dreams that I do things wrong all the time. Okay. And, and then I'm kind of like, ooh, uh-oh. Like you actually do them and then there's like a witch hunt? Or? No, it's just that constant feel, like, feeling of like, ah, oh, shit, I got to get out of this. Right. Yeah, like, I feel oh, like all no. my dreams start how my 
Well, wake, you, I've killed waking. someone in a dream before. <laughs> yeah, I, was gonna say, I, I don't. You have this awesome joke. I, I, no, like, if you don't want to waste it here, that's fine. Yeah, I mean, I guess uh, it's like a lot of people say the best part of waking up is Folgers in your cup, but I disagree. I feel like the best part of waking up is realizing that the murder I just committed <laughs> was a dream. <laughs> <laughs> I love that joke <laughs> because yeah, no, I, I I remember I felt awful. Like, I was like, oh, man, I really shouldn't have killed that guy. And it was like, fuck, why? You took that into your day with you? No, no, no. In my oh, in, in the, the dream, dream, I was like, oh, I so can't So you were fucking... guilty. Yeah. Oh, yeah, hmm. I, I definitely did it. And it was just like, and I woke up, and I was so relieved. You remembered killing him? Did I? Yeah. Really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hmm. That's interesting. I don't know if I've ever actually... No. I don't know. No, every time I try to punch somebody, I can't punch them or whatever. <laughs> Yeah, I murdered the hell out of this guy. No, nope. how'd you do it? <laughs> Knife. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> really? Yeah. I don't know if that's if that's. I was like, it was, it does was that like, make does that make him scarier? <laughs> does that make Dan any more terrifying? Um. Yeah. Yeah, I'm legitimately scared of Dan now. I was okay. yeah, and when I was doing it, I was like, it was Rage Town, and then I was just like. Oh man, I feel bad now. <laughs> okay. At least he didn't say I feel great. Just like no. a real murderer. No. Yeah, I was like, ooh. Eh. Why, uh, why did I wait till now to do this? This isn't for me. This one, it's not for me. Well, at least you did it in a dream and not in real life. No, just, I'm sure there's people that have done it in real life and then been like, fuck, why did I do this? Yeah, probably like <laughs> all of them. Yeah. Well, no, I'm sure uh, there's some real no, psychopaths was, out there. Yeah, yeah, that was a that was generous. <laughs> that was very that was yeah, yeah. pretty generous. Have you met people before? <laughs> this is true. Um, so, what's our stance on this? I I maintain my three point five rating. Um, okay, it's flawed but fascinatingly weird because there's so many folds. Yeah, I mean, I, I like the ones that are so bad, that are bad in the way that fascinates you instead of bores you. They just keep trying to go too deep. It's a, it's a mind fuck. Yeah, it, it's a yeah. back to the future mind fuck. It's a there, butterfly effect. There's so many type. Twilight Zones yeah. that tie up in the end with like some kind of moral or something that mm. like it's really glaring and creepy and oddly fascinating when they don't. Right. And this one totally does not. No, no, no. This is a bunch of writers with a <laughs> bunch of ideas that kept collapsing each other into the next idea. It would have been a fun writer's room to be in. Mm. It would have been interesting, I think. Um, whatever that counts for. A lot of cigarettes and steak in there. Well, lots room. of cigarettes, <laughs> lots of steak. Well, that's a given for any Twilight Zone writer's lots of, room. Lots of plates being thrown up against the window. Oh, I can only imagine. I don't really know how it worked. I mean, again, we, we are not the most uh, researched Twilight Zone <laughs> podcast at all, so... I don't, the, the the episodes are usually credited to one writer, maybe two, because they'll be adopted from something. I don't know if they had, like, a staff of writers that would punch up the scripts or not. They probably did, right? You're saying the dialogue? Yeah, like, I don't know if it really was just one guy. Because, like, you know, every episode of every show is credited to one writer, but really it's just, like... A team. That's their assigned episode, but the whole team is, like, helping... The collective. So I, I don't right. know if that's the case or this was really just like one sci-fi writer writing scripts. I don't, I don't actually know. That'd be an know. interesting thing to look up. Uh, that would be an interesting thing to think up, and I bet we don't do it before next week. No. No, no, no. We don't do any of that. No. I was waiting for somebody else to come out with a documentary about it so then we could talk about it. Yeah. There we go. Right? <laughs> I well, guess. Jordan Peele is relaunching the Twilight Zone uh, this year, so I'm sure we'll have some. I'm just putting it out there that if he wants to be a guest, open I will, invite. I will yeah. drop <laughs> the beef, <laughs> and he's welcome here. <clears throat> anytime. Jordan Peele. Now, what what was he your knows what he did? Okay. He knows you don't what he did. Talk about it? I don't want to talk about. it. I'd rather not. Uh, but he knows. Uh, but it's water under the bridge. Seems like. Kid's doing pretty well for himself now. So is this when you tried to put your I don't brain in his? Would rather not. Okay. talk about it. It's fire. It's fair. For some reason, <laughs> no, not gonna, not gonna go there. But he's welcome to come to come here. You can talk about yeah. his version of the Twilight. Keegan Tone. Michael Key is dead to me though. Yeah. No. Absolutely <laughs> not invited. Not invited. And dead to Jordan Peele, I think. <laughs> mm, poor guys. Kind of, kind of clear who the juice was in that uh, <laughs> in team. That. And that Nutribullet, who is the juice in that Nutribullet? <laughs> <laughs> um, all right. 
that's about that's I think that's about that's the thin and the thick of it that's the thin and the thick of it we uh, hope you enjoyed the show we're gonna start doing this on a pretty regular basis we'll go for weekly ideally Ideally. and uh, you know we'll hear you again Uh, donate to the Patreon page once that exists Mm -hmm. and um, keep your eye on the sky and keep your steak on the grill Brandon's a horse good night (laughs)